Welcome to this week's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Yummy. Here we go. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy, or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey guys, you're on air with Ella, and welcome again to the good, the bad, and the yummy. You know I like to start these shows with a moment of gratitude and a podcast replay. So the podcast replay this week is actually not an on air with Ella show. It's a show that was recommended to me by Isabella. Hey, shout out to Isabella out there. She said, you've got to go listen to the Rich Roll podcast, an episode from 2015 called Live Dirty, Eat Clean, Dr. Robin Schutkan, I think is how you pronounce her name, C-H-U-T-K-A-N, Dr. Robin Schutkan on everything microbiome. All right, listen, normally when I listen to a podcast and I love the guest, I will actually just hunt that guest down and say, hey, come on my show, I have a bunch of questions for you. In this case, Rich Roll did a two-hour podcast with Dr. Robin, and they just covered everything you need to know, and I think they did a great job. So instead of redoing what they did, I just want you to go listen to it. It is so much in line with all the things we've been talking about with Dr. Zach Bush particularly. It is a wonderful supplement to the two shows we've recently done with him. So click on view full description for the show notes for this podcast episode particularly, and I will give you a link to the Rich Roll podcast, Live Dirty, Eat Clean episode with Dr. Robin Schutkin on everything microbiome. And apologies to the doc if I am mispronouncing her name. All right, let me share a moment of gratitude with you. Gratitude for Lhasa from Canada. Gratitude to Diana from Chicago. To love, love, love this from the USA. To not yet a mom from the USA. Zinular, Lindsay Love. Jay Rideout 7, best name, name of the week from the USA. I want to thank you guys for taking the time. I think it's an pain in the buttocks to leave a review in iTunes because you can't do it from your actual podcast listening. You have to search for the show as though you've never listened to it, which makes zero sense. So thanks guys for taking the time to leave a review and for getting the show more exposure by doing that because you trigger iTunes algorithm to bump up the show in the rankings. But I want to read one of these to you because I think it's useful. Not yet a mom from the US said, I've been listening to your podcast for over a year now and excitedly await each new episode. The break you took last year was incredibly painful for me, she says, winking, but it was obviously a renewing and revitalizing break for you because you have come back better than ever. You have made it more encompassing of all wellness, physical, mental, and even financial. It is becoming a sort of lifestyle podcast too, and I love it. I made a bet with myself that the only way I'm allowed to listen to the good, the bad, and the yummy episode is if I go for a run while I listen. So thanks for making an interesting podcast that gets me moving. Keep it up. So you better start running, not yet a mom from US, because you know, it's that time. Guys, the reason I read this to you was several reasons, actually. One is I like to read reviews to you because I need you to understand that I read them all and I look for feedback in them. And I love to action on the feedback that you've left me and I gain so much from it. So first of all, thank you for that. Secondly, not yet a mom, that's her handle in iTunes. That's why I keep saying that. Not yet a mom makes two points that I really want to highlight. First of all, I just loved that she pairs listening to podcasts with an activity. Specifically, she pairs good, bad, and yummy to doing an activity 
productivity. I think that is so cool. I think it's such a great strategy and it's the strategy of pairing. All right. Thirdly, not yet a mom points out a couple of things. She's noticed a shift thematically in the show. It doesn't mean we're abandoning things like wellness and fitness and nutrition, but we are adding to the show more lifestyle and sort of life coaching, personal growth type topics to the show. I need your feedback. I need to know if this is something that you are digging. So for example, if the last episode on letting go of judgment did anything in the world for you, this is not gratuitous, leave me a review speak. I am truly asking you for feedback because I am creating a lot of new content for On Air with Ella and you guys are my guys, like you're my people. So if this is resonating with you, I need to know. And if it's not, or if you want something else from it, I need to know that too. So there are so many ways you can communicate with me. You can do it in social media, you can do it via email, and of course you can do it via a review in iTunes. But I really need you because you matter, like your voice and what you need matters to me so much and you are guiding the direction that I'm taking the show in. And personally, I am very, very interested in starting to develop some programs around, you know, living your best life, but in a meaningful way where you actually get tools to do so and you get strategies that work for you. Right now, I'm in a really critical time and your opinion means a lot to me. So thank you, Not Yet a Mom from US and thank you to everybody else who left feedback in iTunes recently. Now, I will say that Jay Rideout number seven, who won the best iTunes handle award for the week, because that's now a thing, she actually asks in there, I'd love to know about the benefits of chia and flax seeds. I eat them every day, so I hope they're good for you. So just real quickly, yeah, they're really good for you. Flax seeds and chia seeds both have enormous benefits that you should Google, okay, because Google University will tell you all that you need to know. But I do want to point out that some people with leaky gut or gut issues may actually struggle, particularly with chia seeds, and you should just pay attention as to whether you are bloating after you consume them, okay? As with anything, but if you sometimes chia causes bloating, especially in people with severe leaky gut. So just pay attention to that, but Google University will teach you all that you need to know. One more tip, if you're consuming flax seeds, you're getting almost no benefit from them if you're consuming them in whole form and you're getting enormous benefit from them if you grind them right before consumption. So buy the seed whole, but grind it. I actually kept an old coffee bean grinder in my house to grind spices and that sort of thing. Actually, who am I kidding? I don't think I've ever ground a spice in my life. Delete. But the <laughs> I use it to grind nuts and seed, but I also use it to grind flax seeds because you don't want to buy pre-ground flax seeds okay, because they're prone to toxins or molds rather quickly unless you keep the ground flaxseed in the freezer, but I still wouldn't even buy them ground because you don't know how long they were sitting on the shelf. So buy the flaxseed whole and then grind it right before use in a recipe, okay? I hope that's, so we haven't even started the show. Look at that, free information right there. Why don't we start the show though? <laughs> Okay, this week's The Good is magnesium oil because it's timely. In episode 116 that we did with Dr. Zach Bush, he shared a bit of an epiphany with me. That is that magnesium, something that we are almost all chronically low in. Okay, magnesium is absolutely critical to a well-functioning body for so many reasons. This is not a show about magnesium and all of its benefits, but rather about absorption. So I take a magnesium supplement and I don't take very many supplements. I take my multivitamin and my multivitamin through Mary Ruth's Organics, which I've shared with you guys before in one of our previous episodes. 
that has magnesium in it. The nighttime supplement has magnesium in it. I still supplement with magnesium and I will even take a magnesium oxide, as you know, if I need to do a little like colon flushing thing, all right? All of that is well and good, but what Dr. Bush pointed out is that magnesium is best absorbed through water. And so what that means is those Epsom salts, those magnesium bath salts, those are an extraordinary way to bump up your magnesium. And he shared with us a super simple recipe. He mentioned it and then I went back to him and got the recipe for making your own magnesium oil. And you guys, it's cheap. It's cheap, 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 cheap. So he suggests that we make magnesium oil with just one part magnesium salt and one part water. So you can, of course, just take magnesium flakes and put them in your bath, or you can um, just buy Epsom salts, which are really cheap, and put those in your bath. But to get the most bang for your buck here, what he is suggesting is that you actually make an oil by mixing the magnesium salt and the water. Now, I do two things. And in the show notes, I link to the brand that I buy. I just get it off of Amazon, but it's Ancient Minerals brand that I like. But to be honest with you, I don't know how discerning you have to be with the brand. So I will do two things. I will absolutely put magnesium in a bath, especially if my child is sick or if my muscles are really sore. And I will soak in that magnesium bath or in the Epsom salt bath. You know, I sort of use them interchangeably. But I also bought Ancient Minerals ready-made bottle of magnesium oil spray just to have it on hand because I'm lazy. And who has time to take a bath all the time? I do not. So this oil is a great way, again, to just increase your magnesium consumption, but particularly if you're suffering from soreness, achiness, cramps, and they even suggest that you spray it on your belly and rub it in if you're having tummy troubles. So this one's quick and easy. Magnesium oil therapy is a very easy DIY. It is a two ingredient effort. It's magnesium salts and water. And again, I've given you the links to this stuff in post 118 at On Air with Ella. All right, let's talk about the bad. So you guys already know that styrofoam is kind of like the devil when it comes to the environment, right? Like there are pictures on the internet that will just slay your heart of just piles and piles of styrofoam food containers and piles and piles of styrofoam cups, which of course take one bajillion years to degrade. That's a real number. And these styrofoam products are doing so much damage to our environment that it's absolutely heartbreaking. But that's still not always going to keep us from using them. I mean, let's be honest, we live a convenient lifestyle and it happens, but I'm going to give you a whole new way to look at styrofoam and a whole new reason to cut that stuff out of your life. Here's the deal. Styrofoam contains the chemical styrene, which has been linked to cancer, to vision and hearing loss, to impaired memory and concentration, and to deleterious nervous system effects, okay? The list goes on. Okay, so how does this apply to you? Because that type of long-term prolonged exposure is typically associated with people who actually work in the styrofoam manufacturing process, okay? And that's not what we're talking about, that prolonged exposure that can have extremely damaging effects on one's body and overall health. Remember that analogy that I've used before where I say, let's say our, our body is a boat, our health and wellness 
is this boat and this metaphor. And we're sitting there after a certain age, like bailing out water, reducing toxins. You know, our boat's filling up with water and it's getting heavier and hard to move and we don't want to drown. So we are bailing water out of the boat the whole time, but we don't realize all the different factors that are at the same time poking holes in the bottom of the boat. Well, styrofoam, styrene, and these coffee cups that we're drinking out of on occasion, they are poking holes in the bottom of the boat. Set the environment aside. We love you, Mother Earth, but let's talk about our health. When you eat hot foods off of a styrofoam container or drink hot liquids from a styrofoam cup, the styrene leaches out of the styrofoam and into the liquid that you are consuming. Are you going to instantly die if you drink a cup of coffee at your next school meeting? No, very unlikely. The reason I care about this is because it's just poking a hole in that boat and it is so unnecessary. I mean, it's not always easy. Like for example, if I'm traveling and I need a cup of coffee so badly and the only place available for a proper cup of coffee is Dunkin' Donuts in the concourse A in the New York terminal, (laughs) I will not get the coffee because I will not drink coffee out of a styrofoam cup, period, end of story. Not because I'm going to die instantly, but A, because I actually do care about what it's doing to this planet, and B, it just annoys me that Dunkin' Donuts will not give up their styrofoam. It's just so cheap, Dunkin' Donuts. Get on board here. Number three, I'm literally drinking liquid styrene, and I don't want it. No, thank you. My kidneys will take a pass. So I preach abstinence here. I think you should just avoid styrofoam cups and containers whenever possible. Even if we are at a restaurant and we take leftovers home and they are given to us in styrofoam, which makes me crazy, I immediately transfer it into a glass dish before I put it in the refrigerator. So that's just something to bear in mind. Hot food and hot liquids are increasing your intake of styrene into your bloodstream. No thanks. Okay, let's talk about something fun. I love me a papaya. Today, it's an ode to the papaya, but it's not written in a sonnet or anything. I'm, I'm just talking. The papaya is one of my all-time faves when it is in season. I love it so much and it is so, so good for you. My recipe for consuming papaya is, as always, just stupid easy. I actually take the papaya, I wash it. And by the way, you know they're ripe when they start to look a little gnarly, okay? If they look beautiful and green, they're not ripe yet. So they have to start looking like they're about to die and then you'll know they should feel a little bit tender and you'll know that they're ready, okay? Now I like to just slice off several slices of that papaya and then peel it. I find that infinitely easier to peel one ring at a time rather than try to peel like half a papaya. And so I slice it up and I peel each ring. I leave the seeds intact. I'll explain that in a minute. And then I squeeze half a lime all over it and put a dash of Himalayan salt on it. That is my, as always, stupid easy recipe. I'm about to give you a proper recipe though. So if you don't have lime, lemon will also do the trick, but it really, really enhances the flavor. Somebody taught me that and I'll love them forever. Let's sidetrack for just a quick second. Did you know that those little papaya seeds were good for you? Most people throw them away, but they're actually edible. They're sort of like, let me describe this to you. The seeds are like if a chia seed mated with a peppercorn, they would come out, (laughs) their, their chia seed peppercorn baby would be a papaya seed, okay? Try one and tell me if I'm not on target there. Again, most people trash these, 
but they're actually surprisingly good for you in very, very small doses. So I'm about to blow your mind. Half a teaspoon of the seeds can actually have therapeutic benefits in your body. I'm gonna share with you when I started looking into this, some of the things I learned. Let me read to you for a minute. Just like the papaya itself, the seeds contain high levels of enzymes that are wonderful for digestion. In fact, the enzyme papain, P-A-P-A-I-N, that enzyme is very prominently used in digestive enzymes that you buy as a supplement. So papaya is full of this enzyme. Well, the seeds contain very high levels of this enzyme as well, which are used to treat parasites. That's one example. In the same way that papain breaks down undigested protein waste in your food, which is how it's helpful as a digestive enzyme, the seeds may also help you break down parasites and their eggs. The papaya seeds are also used as a treatment for liver cirrhosis. People even grind the seeds up and sell them as a supplement. I'm telling you, just eat a tiny, tiny amount whenever you have papaya, and you can save and store the seeds in your refrigerator for a short time as well if you want to sort of treat them like a little vitamin while they're fresh. Now, I'm gonna come back to center here, but if you wanna read more about that, then check out the link in the show notes to the article that I put on just the seeds alone. Now, back to the beautiful papaya. Okay, I've already shared my super simple recipe, but let's elevate our game just a little bit. There is a website, a food blogger called Goody Goody Gluten Free. I'll put her link in the notes, of course. And she has a really simple recipe that still meets our criteria of five ingredients or fewer and is really, really easy to make. So all you do is you take two cups of fresh papaya and you leave the seeds out for this recipe. Go ahead and put them in a glass container in your refrigerator and dip into them later. And then you just need some water and some raw coconut water. Now listen, Coconut water has become one of those things that of course was great and pure and wonderful and then we started marketing it and now there are a ton of different brands on the market and half of them have nasty stuff added to them that you don't need. So you just want raw coconut water and the ingredients on that coconut water should say coconut water, okay? Look for the stuff that doesn't have any other ingredients or buy a coconut, whatever works for you. Optional lime. It's an optional ingredient. So, so far we have papaya, water, coconut water, and then optional lime, okay? That is it. The other thing you will need is a popsicle mold, which you can get for less than 10 bucks. I'll put a link to the one that I actually own in the, in the show notes here. So you take the ingredients and put them in a high-speed blender until smooth, and then you pour that into the popsicle molds, and then you freeze them. You following me so far? Once they're done, you pull them out the next day and you run them under a little bit of warm water to pop them out of the mold and voila, you have papaya pops. And these papaya pops are really good on a super hot day. They're really good for kiddos. They are really good if you wanna feel like you're nine, again, which is kind of fun. And they're super great for your digestion. So you guys, papaya pops. Thank you, goody, goody, gluten-free. I'll share your website with everybody so they'll go check out more of your recipes. That is it for today. That is all for the good, the bad, and the yummy. Go back and listen to the beginning where I ask you for your help and your feedback on our personal development content and whether you wanna hear more of it because that's what I'm working on and I need to hear from you. Okay, love ya. Have a good week. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. 
Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.